overlap season is upon us. NBA, NHL, the last rounds of the MLB playoffs. But guess what? I don't give a shit about any of that because I'm here to talk DFS. And guess who's back on the main slate? Broncos country? Let's ride. Welcome in to the DFS Deli. I am the proprietor of this delicatessen, Saleh Ali Shahid. And week seven is upon us. My, has the season flown by? I can't believe we're already one third of the way through. It's it's just it's just flying by, just like it always is every damn week. But we are here for our first look show. The only podcast in the industry that's doing it. Trust us. It's the only one. You're right here in safe hands in the DFS Deli. And I am joined tonight by, of course, my two full-time employees, Chili, Baker. Welcome back to the Deli. Uh, Baker, I know you're muted right now, but I hope that uh, intro music didn't remind you of something uh, <laughs> nefarious, if you were. So uh, <laughs> it, we're good. We're good. We're, we're all you good. good. We're good. We're all good. Didn't, didn't, didn't turn you off. You're good to go. You're, you're all right. I, I am good to go. Still got all my numbers in front of me. Nothing else is in front of me, luckily, right now. And we're good. Excellent. Excellent. Chili, welcome to uh, Josh Jacobs Chalk Week. How you feeling tonight? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, I, I don't know if he'll be that chalky. I don't know if he'll be the chalk on FanDuel, but DraftKings, he, he will be. And uh, it's, uh, getting ready to dive on in. Yeah, Josh Jacobs Chalk Week. What could go wrong? <laughs> what, could, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, Baker, how's it going for you on this Wednesday night, this early descent into uh, into week seven? How you feeling, buddy? I mean, we got some Pinot Grigio to my left. Uh, I got two good friends with me who, for some reason, like to say a certain phrase that tilts me off the face of this earth. But even though you guys are going to say it, regardless of how good the team is, it makes it like it warms my heart just a little bit watching them lose because you guys say it so much. <clears throat> That's not okay, Baker. That's not they, okay. They can go 0 and 17, Baker, but let's ride. Well, they've already got one win this year, right? One, two, two, two. Yeah. Oh, shit. Two. Hell yeah. Accidentally, they accidentally won a second game. They're going to beat the Jets. Bet. No. That's what I thought. Smart man. Nah, I took my Jets bet last week. I told y'all they was going to mop up the freaking Packers. I told you. I told Chili, actually. Hey, man, I, I took it. I took it like a champ. That's right, baby. That's right. So, uh, <clears throat> first uh, first impressions about this week. I mean, this is going to be uh, – this is bye week hell. Um, No Bills, no Rams, no, just, it, it's no Eagles. It just hurts. I mean, it's a bye it week for me. I mean – there's no Vikings. I'll see y'all no Vikings. I just came in to say hi to everybody. Good to see you. I'm out of here. I'll be back when uh, Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson return. Later. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him if he actually logged the hell off. Like, I would not be shocked if it was just me and you the rest of the way, chill. That would have been completely fair. Uh, I mean, I just so happen to be accidentally looking at, <laughs> at week eight here. Uh, you're not getting Josh Allen next week either. What? Are you serious? He's the Sunday night game. God damn. 
<laughs> also, also, the people across the pond get to experience Lake's Ride. Oh! <laughs> I get to wake up first thing on Sunday morning next week and get to see Russell Wilson? Oh my God. Oh my God. What, what did the, Let's what? Ride. Let's Ride goes international next week. Let's Ride. What did the people over there do to deserve that kind of torture? For the love of fuck. All right. They already don't like us over there. They already get the Jags like 20 times a week or t- 20 times a season. And now you want to give them the Broncos too? Come on, man. When Wembley Stadium? Let's Ride. Let's ride. Thank you, Jesus. There, there is a God. <laughs> no, there's not. No, 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 there is not. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what we do on the main menu is that we go position by position to go over our favorite plays. Uh, and again, it's an early look. It, it, it could change over the course of several days. But um, in early impressions is what we try to go over. Because we are the on, only first look podcast. What's that? Because we're the only first look podcast. The only one. The only one. Like, no one has any idea of who to play right now until we instill it in their brains. Okay. So this this is gonna be um this is gonna be a fun one because there is definitely some interesting spots, some places to exploit, as it were. And we will start like we always do with the quarterback position. And um <clears throat> L- L- Lamar. Jackson plays the, the, the Browns. I mean, this is a team that got carved up at home by Bailey Zappi. Okay. Bailey Zappi threw for 302. Are you fucking kidding me? Hey, man, I, I had a lot of Bailey Zappi. <laughs> Anybody that's going against the Browns should have a lot of that other player. So it was... Like, Ramondre, everyone just looked at Ramondre last week and said, we can move on. Man, you could have played a host of Patriots and been just fine. You could have played Zappy, Ramondre, uh, Thompson, Henry, and just at the defense and been, yep, we're good. Thornton. Yeah, Trey Conthor. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. You're right. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But now... They get to go on the road against Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Baker, I'll start with you. Is this is this too good of a spot? No, 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 no it is not. I mean, do we really have any re- – like, there's obviously other plays at quarterback. You could, you know, play to get leverage. and But Lamar's got to be the guy, right? I mean, like, I don't play cash. You don't play cash. But there are, like, one or two people that listen to this podcast that play cash. Like, you don't get away from Lamar, right? Well, first of all, to those two or three people that play cash who listen to this, stop playing cash. Stop it. Second of all, more importantly, not only is Lamar the best play on the slate, he offers you the most upside as that, you know, it's hard for a quarterback to put you to sleep due to what they have to do in order to put you to sleep. Lamar is that guy like Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. That's it. Those are the two quarterbacks on this slate that can absolutely, I'm saying, say night, night. I disagree. There's one more. I think there's one more, too. I'm not looking at another quarterback on this slate that can say night, night. That that will literally put you to bed. Justin Herbert against the Seahawks. No. (sighs) Okay. Thanks. Baker. You're going to add the list. 
that was mine. That was mine as well. That, uh, yeah, he, the Seahawks, you, you had me at Seahawks, but here's all right. Well, here, here's a question to you then whose defense is worse? Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks or oh the Browns, bro. <laughs> boots, boots on the ground. Dude, it's boots on the ground, and the Browns give up 130 rushing yards per game. Like, so, like Lamar only has to throw for like a hundred. Like, if this game stays close, <laughs> like if somehow the Browns actually manage to score, which Baltimore gives it up as well. Well, Baltimore gives it up in the fourth quarter. Definitely in the fourth quarter. So yeah, if, you got, if you got Browns in your lineup and you think you're dead, just wait till the fourth quarter. Like there's, Big facts. there's a chance that not not only Lamar goes for 300 and 100 on the ground, there's like there's 400 passing yards with 100 on the ground type of upside for Lamar versus this trash ass defense that resides in Cleveland. Agreed. I, I, agreed. I mean, you, you you won't get any uh, kickback from me. There's no doubt about that. I don't think we need to sing the praises of Lamar Jackson for too, too long. But I think the decision point for a lot of people are where else can we go on this slate if we're not going to play Lamar? And, Chill, you mentioned it. Justin Herbert gets the Seahawks. I would not take the performance that the Seahawks had uh, against the Cardinals last week with any validity because the Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury suck. They suck. Yeah, they don't know. They, they don't know what they're freaking doing when it comes yeah, to that, offense. That team is in just total disarray right now. I mean, you can tell either Kyler Murray's not getting along with, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, or he's not getting along with the owner. Um, that team right now, they're just. I mean, at this point, they might be the worst offense in the league, right behind you know Denver. So whoa, 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 mouth, whoa, they are not worse than Denver. Stop. And there's certainly Bro, you know what, there's, they, there's an offense in Chicago that can't score either. Okay, there's an offense down in Carolina that is absolute trash. Yeah, and it's and I bet you those teams could at least you know did better against Seattle than they did. He makes a decent I mean, point. You're not wrong. Uh, Denver at least beat Seattle. Or no, Seattle beat Denver. Yes. But it was Seattle close. beat Denver. Hey, yeah. man, you 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 tried to write off Geno Smith too, <laughs> but he and he didn't write, write back. back. Damn right, damn right. But like, he didn't like, do. We want to talk about Gino, talk about Justin. Gino Herbert. struggled last week. We want to talk about Justin Herbert about to carve up the Seattle defense. Yo, boy, yo, let's ride, freaking captain. Couldn't carve up the Seattle defense. Without, I didn't say he was my boy. I'm just a fan of the same. But, 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 let's ride. And that was with a healthy lad, so there was no excuses back then. He didn't come into the season with a healthy lag. Come on, Baker. We all know that. Come on. Hey, man. Nathaniel Hackett's <laughs> his head coach. Like, come on, bro. So Give him a break. Listen, Russell Wilson got the bag, and he headed out, okay? I mean, let's just be real about this. Dude, I mean, you went to Wendy's. He said, we got the bag. We got the biggie bag. And he was gone. He was gone. So we, we don't need to slander the name of Russell Wilson. He's a trash quarterback right now, but – the saying is amazing. I don't care. I mean, I mean, we do need to slander Russell Wilson. Not only because of this slogan that you guys have adopted that annoys the shit out of me, but also he was put in this echelon of quarterback. And I am so mad that I came off of my stint that I'm going straight the hell back on now. I said Russell Wilson was trash for years. All he, all he did was throw YOLO balls. 
he got me to come off of it, but I'm being proven true to what I said many, many moons ago. But now, the he balls even, but now he doesn't even have the YOLO ball in his fucking arsenal. Now he actually, actually got to throw. He's got a bum lap, Baker. He can't throw deep. He doesn't even have the YOLO ball anymore. Now he has to actually make throws, and he's kind of trash. So, <laughs> Baker, do you have the TV on in your background? Because I will cut you. No. I swear to God, I hear something, and I'm going to lose my shit. I don't even have a TV in my office, bro. Oh, you have an office? Yes. Oh, well, fair enough. I apologize. I mean, my TV was on, but I, don't know. I, put, I dropped it down just in case. Turn it the fuck off. Right, I was, you know, no, turn it off. Look, just mute look it. At you. Favoritism. Favoritism with your employees. You automatically assume me. Baker, you're late every Wednesday. You're literally late every Wednesday. <laughs> I can record whenever I want, guys. Late. I can get it whenever I want. Late. 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 You ain't never on time. I mean, that might be true. <laughs> might be true. Might be true. <laughs> might be true. Hey, listen. Back to the point at hand is that I am glad that Russell Wilson walked so Geno Smith can ride. Like, I'm so glad that Seattle is unlocked now because Russell Wilson left town hey, and hey, Geno Smith is in charge. Hey, Seahawks country. Let's ride. Let's fly. Yeah. I don't care what the saying is. It's amazing. So speaking of which, um, on the opposite side of that ball lies Geno Smith and his lack of um, passing to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett last week. Could I this mean, be? Could this be a? Could this be a a flop lag spot where we can go right back to this passing attack because the Chargers are going to score. Okay, Denver's defense is legit. So Justin Herbert's not going to attempt 57 passes and not throw a touchdown this week. Okay, so this should be a decent scoring affair. Can we get some kickback on the other side where the ownership of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett should be lower because everybody got stroked last week? And could we go back to the Seattle passing game in this matchup? Absolutely. On DraftKings, he's still cheap. Pass. I mean, they lowered his price on FanDuel. He's sixty eight hundred now. Oh, let's let's go. Yeah, not, mean, you don't want a part of that 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 Seahawk offense, Baker. No, it's not that I don't want a part of the Seahawk offense. I don't want a part of the Seahawk pass game. But why though? You are you you like uh, Ken Walker? Is that what you're saying? Is that the piece you want in this game? Is he still dirt cheap on DraftKings? Yes. Then I that's still the hold up. He's still dirt cheap on DraftKings. Can the Chargers stop the run? No. Okay. So we have a Seahawks team that we know we're going to run the ball. We have a bell cow that's going to get round about 20 carries if the game stays close. And a team that can't stop the run to save the fucking life. Sounds like a great formula to me. Why am I playing the pass game? Because Geno Smith's the one passing the ball. And that's all the more reason that I need to play Ken Walker. Thank you. PFF's number one graded quarterback, Baker. Is that updated this week? That he had to. I don't back. know, but last week he was number one. Thank you, SpongeBob. Uh, uh, <laughs> you Mr. got it, Mr. Krabs. Remember, <laughs> he was number one. Gino was number one. I mean, the fact that he was number one at any point in time <laughs> in the season is an amazing stat. I mean, that was just like a couple of years ago. It wasn't like Baker Mayfield like number three? <laughs> Oh my! Have the mighty have fallen? Oh, oh PFF! <laughs> um, hey, gotta love it. 
What's some other quarterbacks I like this week? Um, I mean, Dak Prescott comes back. He's at home playing the Lions. Uh, to me, he obviously has something to prove in this game. You know, everybody and their uncle came out, basically said Cooper Rush was better. Um, you know, even if he, even though if he just absolutely obliterates the Lions, I don't know how much people are going to believe that, but I think playing Dak this week at home is fine. Um, I still don't know how I feel about him, but I don't think anybody's playing Aaron Rodgers this week. Maybe rightfully so, but that might be my get weird quarterback of the week. Save it for Saturday, bro. But again, first look, just saying that that could be the get weird spot. That is a very weird spot to get there. But I mean, I got to start him yearly. So, I mean, <laughs> oops. That's what happens when Josh Allen goes on a bye. And then, yeah, like, if you take anything away from the segment, just play Lamar. Come on. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's not get too cute here. Just, just. Well, at least for yearly purposes, you don't run into the boss all known as, well, me. Just saying. Wow. Hey, listen, Baker. Again, we've been over this. I just want to get to the dance. I don't care if I got to back my way into it. I just want to get there. I don't care how I get there. I'm going to get there. Oh, no. I'm going to show you guys. Because when it comes like when it comes to fantasy football in our friends league, I feel like I have to Roy Jones Jr. myself all the time. Because I feel like y'all forgot. Y'all thought that I beat the I just made them look like nobody, all right? Because y'all must have forgot. That was my uh, quote about the Giants uh, because they were talking shit about, like, uh, you know, the, how, like, the Giants are, like, 5-1 and one or whatever, and, like, they didn't play anybody and blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait a minute. Y'all got the nerve to say they ain't play nobody? The Giants just make them look like nobody. Y'all must have forgot. Coaching matters, bro. It matters. Period. It matters. And that's why Stefanski has to freaking go. Oh, hot take. It, it, it boots on the ground, bro. Hot take. If that if Brian Dable can get that sorry-ass Giants team who's running out scout team JV receivers every damn week, okay, and is 5-1, and one, like, bro, please, please. The Jets are 4-2 for Christ's sakes. Like, what? And they, I, again, I, I don't want to sit here and bash the Browns. I just – don't want to, but but two of those teams had a really good draft. They did, they did. I mean, so did, so did the Seahawks. Like much as people chagrin about Russell Wilson leaving, like after he left, they drafted like two really good offensive linemen. That is helping Geno out a lot. Hey, what happens when your quarterback can stand upright? I mean, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty legit. It's pretty legit. I'm excited. I'm excited. But like I said, I, I I hope after the Browns get absolutely smothered by the Ravens this week that some changes are imminent because I need to see some change. Just an opinion. Just an opinion, of course. But I'm just a guy on a podcast, just sitting in a deli making some sandwiches. That's it, man. I'm just I'm just him. We ready to go to running back? Uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention. I'm going to save my other take till uh, Saturday, but. You know, Atlanta is, a, is just a team that keeps on coming. They keep these games close. They suck. And they just lost their second best corner. Uh, Casey Hayward just went down for, I do believe, the season. So. Uh, Chili, didn't you mention that Atlanta's in first place? You better put some respect on their name. I mean, they are in first place, I but they are. I, they are. Tied. I mean, they're in first place. Tied, tied for first. No, no, yeah, they're in first. Tied for first. They're in first. Tied for first. What, what was is that their, last part, Baker? What was that last what was part? That last part? First, 
Bingo. <laughs> but the context of Tide is very important to me, okay? They're still in first place. But, I mean, I think I think this Bengals-Cincinnati uh, game also has a shot to uh, have have some fireworks. Uh, so, I think Marcus Mariota, honestly, is in play. And I think Joe Burrow. You know, we saw Joe Burrow kind of return to Joe Cool last week versus uh, the Saints. And I definitely think he's back in play as well. And the Saints defense is it's honestly really good against the run, and they're they've been susceptible through the passing game. I mean, PFF's number one graded quarterback scorched them. Okay, so why can't any other quarterback do it? I'm just saying, like you know, can, PFF, like, can you can you give me an update on who your number one quarterback is? Because Lord Jesus, I can't hear this Gino PFF crap. Uh, I can Google it in between sessions or in between uh, sections. So let's just jump in. Oh. Real quick, uh, before we go to running back, any thoughts on what could be a cliche sneaky shootout between Pat Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo? Because just like last week, no one's going to play Pat Mahomes. I haven't, I haven't decided what I want to do with that game yet. Baker, that you can go one of two ways. Either it's going to shoot the hell out or it's going to suck. That'll be um, – I, I need more information. I'm still undecided. I'm just going to be honest with you with that listen, game. Listen, listen. All I'm saying is Marcus Mariota hung it on them boys last week, and now they get Pat Mahomes. I mean, that's a, that's a fair point. That is that is an absolute fair point. I mean, do, do I need any more analysis? I think the, the, the worrisome thing about playing the Chiefs, it's not about playing Pat Mahomes. It's about playing the, what other ancillary Chief do you want to play not named Travis Kelsey? Well, my, I mean, my you can only, just have – go ahead, yeah. Joe. My only concern with the Chiefs is that they like you could beat the Chiefs on the ground because like Devin Singletary didn't have like a bad game, so I feel like the 49ers might just try to keep it away. Although like Kansas City, I think will still be without like two cornerbacks. Um, San Francisco, it, like if K- Kansas City is inability can't slow down the run, I'm just worried about volume with Mahomes at that price. But again, I'm still I'm still up in the air because like it is a fair point. It's early. It's early. It's early in the week. It's early. It's first look. It's first look. All right, Geno Smith is no longer your number one rated PFF quarterback for yeah fuck yeah that. yeah. He's number two behind Josh Allen. Yes. Right, I get it. Yes, thank God. Sorry. But who is he better than? Who's he ahead of? He's ahead of Pat Mahomes <laughs> and Jalen Hurts. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. PFF's number two graded quarterback. Oh, I, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. Josh Allen's on a bye this week, bro. <laughs> I mean, hold so on. that means playing this week, your number one oh rated PFF quarterback oh, oh is Geno Smith. Oh, my God. Can we get on the running back? Suck okay, it. running back, running back, running back, running back. So Josh Jacobs is the chalk running back, so. I'm going to run back to the point and say Geno Smith is number one rated PFF quarterback that's on the slate this week, Baker. Suck it. I'm going to run you over with the Seahawk. <laughs> Wait, can you? Can you? Yes, you can ride a Seahawk. If you can ride a Cardinal, you can ride a Seahawk. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Seahawks the boat. It's the raft, remember? Ah, yes. Yes, it is. <sighs> yes, it is. So, yes, you were mentioning Josh Jacobs as the chalk. The chalk but, again, I think, it's, uh, I think it's a decision point on FanDuel uh, because he is <laughs> – He's expensive. As I mentioned off air, he is $200 more than our fat Uncle Lenny. 
He is uh, just a shade under our king, who makes his return to the slate this week, going against Indy. And there is some discounts on FanDuel, especially. Um, Joe Mixon clocks in at a cool 7,400. Ken Walker, 63. And they are begging you, begging you to play Aaron Jones at a cool 6,800 going against the football team. I'm sorry, the Commanders. I, I still want to call them the football team. They're the fucking football team. I don't care. Just call them Washington. I still care. Just call them Washington. Yeah, Washington. And uh, I think, Chill, you and I spoke for a quick second about these Cowboys running backs because they get the Lions. That they do. And I mean, it, it's it's gross to say, but you might have to play uh, you might have to play Zeke or the brand this week. That's not a decision point for me. Oh, it's not for you. It, it, I'm, I'm playing the brand as I put on my sunglasses, sir. <laughs> so um, it's not even a decision point. And it, it's not even like an off the wall play, like a like a low ownership play, like something that I should mention on Saturday's show. But like. This Detroit team cannot stop anybody, any way. And I think with Dakota returning this week with this thumb injury, that um, they might, I don't want to, I don't want to say necessarily ease him back, but more emphasis on the run. I mean, they do have Dalton Schultz banged up. They do have CeeDee Lamb banged up. And I mean, you know, Michael Gallup still returning from his uh, injury from offseason. I mean, why shouldn't this be a run heavy script for the Cowboys? I mean, they but, shouldn't be trailing. This defense should be able to hold down the Lions. So, well, I think the concern the concern with the Cowboys is is like obviously when uh, Cooper Rush was starting, it was a whole another game plan, right? Because I mean, they would basically come out and run the ball. I don't know, like anywhere from like twenty to thirty times a game, right? So, like, do we think they're going to do that with Dak Prescott, or do we believe they're going to go back to like, hey, you're being paid all this money, like you need to throw the ball, and you know go that way so again it's it's going to be interesting to see kind of what you know kind of what direction they go in um but if you want to play either one of the running backs as much as as much as we all hate zeke or at least you know he's on the bus i i don't mind playing him this week you're gonna you're gonna give him a stop just like give him a breather like kind of let the door open and kind of like let him step off and see like what the sun looks like and stretch his legs a little bit from the dust bus is that what you're trying to do well, when you're playing the worst run defense in the NFL, I, that I think I can let you. The, the worst run defense resides in Cleveland. Well, there. Dude, dude, it's the Lions. It's the Browns. Yeah, the Lions are actually worse, if you can believe that. <laughs> Statistically, probably. But watching the Browns game, like just, just watching the tape, the Browns oh, literally yeah. had five defensive linemen and still couldn't stop the Patriots from running the ball last week. Like It was atrocious. Yeah. And just remember, um, fun stat, Jared Goff has never won a road game as the Lions quarterback. So, so. so lock in the Cowboys defense. But he's indoors. He is indoors, which does help the Lions. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got to take that into consideration, sir. But he still hasn't won a road game. I mean, he does play Minnesota once a year, and that game's indoors. Yeah, I don't give a shit a- about him winning. I give a shit about <laughs> him putting up stats. Facts. So, Baker, you actually mentioned a guy that you really want to play this week against, uh, you know, another very porous run defense with Ken Walker against the Chargers. Now, would you uh, like where would your lineup start? Would they feature both Josh Jacobs and Ken Walker or is it going to be like a decision point for you to pick one or the other? 
I could see lineups starting with both. I could see lineups. If I had to pick one to start my lineup with, considering I tend to think more contrarian than not, I think I'd be more on Ken Walker. Which makes me, which confuses me because I don't know why people would be off of Ken Walker this week because everybody was on Ken Walker last week. His price didn't go up, but his production damn sure was there. So I don't know why I'd be like, oh, let's not play him when his price barely moved. Do you think those people will go to Brian Robinson? I think, a, or do you think, or do you think the Ken Walker people will keep Brian Robinson not chalky? I think a lot of lineups this week will start with Josh Jacobs and a high price running back such as Jonathan Taylor. Or or uh, Josh Jacobs and a Brees Hall or Damian Pierce, because especially on DraftKings, those prices don't restrict you from doing much. I mean, why don't you just go all the way up to Eckler? I play the Seahawks, bro. I mean, I agree. Austin Eckler, he, I mean, he's been dropping bombs the last three weeks. He went thirty, thirty, and twenty last uh, the last three weeks. Like, dude's been going in. I agree. But I mean, this is a defense that did just shut down Eno Benjamin, though. So I mean, the Seahawks are twenty second in run defense. I mean, according to PFF, sixteenth I mean, in tackling and twenty first in run defense DVOA. But here, now, my, my my biggest thing is if I'm paying up for a running Benjamin. back, if I'm paying up for a running back, I'm paying up for a running back that that closest resembles me. <laughs> You're not talking about my R King, are you? No. Hell no. I was, I was going to say, he's talking about our fat-ass uncle. Bingo! <laughs> I am talking about Fat Lenny. I mean, he does, he's bald, but I don't... He's bald. I'm just talking about the fat part, Joe. Talking about the he, fat he's part. talking about the body shape fat. <laughs> see, see, you went to the hair part where me and, me and my king, we share our same hairdo. I get it. But no. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, yeah, you certainly do not share the same body archetype. Nor will I ever. I don't give a fuck how much time I spend in the gym. I will Right, Derrick Henry is built like a Greek god. I will never look like Derrick Henry. But in, in the stomach area, I look like Fat Lenny. <laughs> Ain't y'all the same age? Ain't he about 36, 37? <laughs> he's like 29. No, he's not, bro. <laughs> I don't care what that driver's license says. That motherfucker's <laughs> damn near 40. <laughs> You are lying, bro. But let, let, her lying Fournette, no. let her Fournette is 27. 27. Oh. I took a few. I gave him a few more years. My apologies. Bro, and he only, he only weighs about 228. Yeah, that's what that's what Wikipedia or ESPN says. When that dude reported to camp at 250. He slimmed down. He ain't slimmed down to no 228. That's still 250, old bastard. But yeah, like <laughs> Uncle Lenny told us a few weeks ago, he literally said fantasy people. The touchdowns are coming. Hold your horses. Hey, the touchdowns are here, guys. You know, he scored two touchdowns two weeks ago. One more one more touchdown last week. This Carolina defense, it's okay. It's middle of the pack, but it's nothing that I'm going to be scared of. Tampa, if they're scoring, it is through Fat Lenny, Fat Lenny, and Fat Lenny. It's not the God. It's not my Evans. Damn sure ain't Julio. <laughs> oh, wah, wah. <laughs> the goats to Julio Jones. It is through Fat Lenny, Fat Lenny, and Fat Lenny. So, like, Fat Lenny has to be in your player pool. 
Hey, listen, man. Why can't we just play CMC every week and just bank the 20-plus points and just call it a day? You make a decent point because there's going to come a week in which he scores multiple touchdowns and he just goes absolutely bananas. Hey, man, how many times has he scored multiple touchdowns, touchdowns against Tampa, by the way? Never? Bullshit. He did this, like, last year he scorched them. Well, last year he only played, like, three games. Hey, man, that was one of them, bro. And I know the year before he got him too, even though the year before I think he played like three games too. I'm about to fact check you while Chill talks about You should do that. While Chill talks you about something totally do that, that I don't care about. Chili, thoughts yes, on a cheap uh, – I'll give you I'll give you a couple choices here. Okay. So I'll, actually, uh, I'll actually stay in a couple games here. So Brees Hall, who has been getting mad work over the past couple weeks, he has definitely usurped uh, Michael Carter as the lead back. In, in East Rutherford. Okay? And a, a guy like Aaron Jones, who we know he is, well, a touchdown dependent, but we've seen like at least three or four times a year, he breaks slates. So could this be an opportunity for Green Bay to bounce back? Because after that embarrassing defeat, they just took at the hands of the New York football Jets. Could this be a bounce back spot for a guy like Aaron Jones at a depressed price point? Or do you go through the the stability, the up and coming guy in Brees Hall? Well, I think you could. I I, I mean, I'm going to just take it the cop out answer. I think both are viable. Um, I don't think a lot of people are going to be playing Aaron Jones this week. I mean, I played him last week. Uh, didn't work out, which is fine. No. Um, but I mean, Washington's defense, it's not very good. Uh, I mean, they will have a little bit of a longer rest because they did play the Thursday night game. Um, but, I mean, at this point, like, Green Bay's offense does have something to prove. Um, you know, and they are, you know, traditionally have become more of a running team. Uh, Jones can get it done through the air with receptions. Um, I mean, and Brees Hall going up against the Broncos. Um, the Broncos' run defense is, like, it's it's middle of the road. It's ranked 18th in the league. Um so again, it's still kind of a solid uh, matchup. So um, I don't hate either or. I mean, on DraftKings, Brees Hall is pretty cheap um, at this point. The Jets just kind of want to play like bully ball, where they're going to want to run a lot. Um, so at this point, like I, I understand the logic of going back to either one. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I think both of them should be in consideration. Like I said on FanDuel at sixty eight hundred, they're like begging you to play Aaron Jones. They're like putting that teaser out. Like, come on, man. Look at this price, bro. You know you want some of this. And I uh I might want some of that this week. Sixty eight hundred is is a pretty good price. Uh yeah, for a guy then, that I know has thirty point upside. Yeah, and then the other running back, um, let's go across the field in that game for the Packers. Um Brian Robinson's overtaken the um the lead back for the commanders. Um and, you know, even without Carson Wentz, they might want to run the ball more. Um, I mean, t- Taylor Heineke uh, will can turn it over. So they actually just might want to keep it kind of simple and run more. Uh, and the Packers, um, the Packers run defense are their 30th in run defense, 21st in tackling and 32nd in run defense DVOA. Um, and it's probably been one of the biggest disappointments of the year, I would think, because I think everybody thought their defense was going to be better. Um, and it's just not been very good. So I think Brian Robinson is actually in a really good spot. Um, on FanDuel, he's 6,100. On DraftKings, he's 55. 
Um, so again, it's probably some good value there. He might get chalky when it's all said and done, but um, you know, we'll have to wait to see uh, as the week progresses. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Baker, any more thoughts on running back before we slide on into wide receiver? Uh, no more thoughts, but just some Christian McCaffrey versus Tampa stats for you. In 2019, when obviously Christian McCaffrey like completely torched the world, um, his first game versus Tampa that year, he had 22 carries for 31 yards. He did have a rushing touchdown, but 22 carries for 31 yards. How many receptions? Four. 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 Okay. He, okay. he had four receptions for 26 yards and a receiving touchdown. So he bailed you out with two touchdowns, but was, Aye, was, this the, was the most ineffective two uh, fucking game probably of his career. Bro, that's been like all his logs this year. <laughs> I mean, no matter what, he going to get you there. Just, just don't know how. Uh, the second game in 2019 versus Tampa, he had 16 carries for 37 yards, no touchdowns, two catches for 16 yards, no touchdowns. Now, in 2020, he played Tampa only once as he literally only played three games. And <laughs> he had 50 on the ground, two on the ground. He had two, 50 yards on the ground, not 50 touchdowns on the ground. 50 yards on the ground. I told you, Baker. <laughs> With two touchdowns. Once again, only had four catches, though. So he hasn't been, a, he has not been his normal receiving type of player versus Tampa throughout the past couple years. 2021, he did not play Tampa. So I literally have nothing to look at for you. So you're saying in three games against Tampa, he scored four times? Correct. Suck it. Fuck you. <laughs> There's been no production, but he's luck boxes way in with this tear. And that's what he's been doing this year, Baker. Somehow it's like here's 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 30 yards uh on the ground, here's 50 in the air, here's 10 catches, and guess what? If the Panthers score, it's probably through CMC. So why can't we get the same BS to happen on Sunday, especially with a piss poor quarterback situation that they got going on in Carolina. It could be the same exact thing. You could book the man for 10 catches. Well, to be fair, like this, this past Sunday was a complete anomaly. Like literally it was, oh, Matt Rule's not here anymore. All right, let's get back to the basics. Who's our best player? 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, Again, just, just at least, at least, at minimum, book the man for 10 catches. Like, I don't care what his rushing production is. I, you know he's going to get at least 50 in the air. Like, that's a walking 15 points, and he didn't score yet. If he accidentally gets in the end zone, just like he's been doing the entire damn year, uh, you're looking at 20-plus points by doing nothing, just by being on the field, just by being CMC. But as we trans, as we're about to move over to uh, wide receivers, I, I like I'm not sure if I'll have the stones to actually play him, but the price on DJ Moore is so egregious. Oh my fucking god! Quit playing this. Dick I'm dude. not playing him. Somebody <laughs> else on this show played him last week when I when I when I, when I, tried, when I tried to I'm tell him not to. We're gonna do it again. Dude, this is this is like Matt Stafford for you. I know, I just like burning money on sorry <laughs> players in bad situations. I can't help it. But you call it a drug. It's an addiction, bro. It's an addiction. But that's the crazy thing. Like, DJ Moore has talent. We can all like, agree to that. It's just, you know, the people who have to get him the ball kind of suck. Baker, Baker, they traded Robbie Anderson when he was sitting on the bench at a game, okay? Like, who else are they going to throw the freaking ball to besides CMC? Well, he's already second on his team in targets, like behind Christian McCaffrey going into this game this week versus Tampa. You know what? No Robbie Anderson. Oh, my God. It's it, All right. Book 15 catches for CMC. Excuse me. 
So are you just going to play Terrence Marshall Jr. then? That's a floor. That's his floor. That's a that's his floor. I mean, 15 catches. Terrence Marshall Jr. is an athletic freaking freak. Actually, my bad. LaVisca Chenault. Terrence Marshall Jr. is a uh, athletic <laughs> freak. We're going to stick on Terrence Marshall Jr. We're not bringing up LaVisca on this shit. All right. Dude, LaVisca Chenault. Like, 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 chill. If you mentioned on Saturday that fucking LaVisca is the fat chick at the bar, like, literally, I'm just going to take you to the bar and be like, yo, you just need to get drunker. LaVisca La shit Nolt, am I right? Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. I see what you did there. Uh, so as we've seen over the past, I don't know, six weeks, these high-priced wide receivers are the ones getting us to uh, the dance, as it were, uh, the top of the tournaments. Last week we saw it was Jamar Chase was the guy that you needed, eh, maybe along with Steph Diggs, too. He had himself a day. But, um, I mean, it, it paying up just seems to be – the right move unless you get a receiver in a a injury situation where he's replacing uh the production of someone else but this week like baker mentioned uh there's no there's no vikings so we can't go to justin jeffers season there's no bills we can't go to steph there's no rams there's no cooper cup i mean the 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 big boys on the slate are jamar who's come off that big week a lot of people could go back to him and an interesting pivot play in Devontae Adams with all the Josh Jacobs chalk. But other than that, I mean, what what are we looking at this week for like, quote unquote, big boys at the receiving like position here? Like where where are you guys going? Because right now I'm up in the air. Like, I think my first inclination, like my first, you know, early builds. We're centered around these Seahawk guys. I mean, again, I, I mentioned that they burned everybody last week. Their price is depressed. Gino's price is depressed. And it's an easy double stack. Bring back with whoever you want, especially after the disappointing performance we saw from Mike Williams getting absolutely shut down last week. But there is no lockdown corner on Seattle. So if you maybe start your core with those three, you could just build your way around anything else. But even on the higher price, other guys like Debo Samuel, the last couple of weeks, he's just been bailing you out. There hasn't been Debo-esque weeks lately. Like, he didn't luck box his way into the end zone um, the week before. He he burned you, and he barely got you there. Not even got you there, but he got you some production in, the like, the fourth quarter. Like, other than that, like, are we looking at these Tampa guys? Are we really buying into the CD Lamb chalk? Like, what, what are you guys doing? Because right now at receiver, I am lost. Chill, go ahead. I mean, everything you stated was, yeah, I mean, pretty much spot on. Um, you're going to have Jamar Chase going up against the, the Falcons. Um, as I stated earlier, the Falcons are definitely susceptible through the air. I mean, gave out two passing touchdowns to Brandon Ayuk. Um, so I think the Cincinnati guys become an interesting play. I'll just kind of rope all three of them into that. Um, we'll have to pay attention to injury news with them, of course. Um, well, Sully, well, how, well, how, how dare, how dare you forget about the sun god is back on the main slate? My apologies to the sun god. He is back in our lives. The winged dragon of Raw is in our is in our lives. So yeah, you're right. He's got another week to recover um, off that bye week. So I mean, if this is going to be the same guy pre-injury, you know, and that production is going to be similar. I mean, there's no reason why he can't get to this Cowboys secondary. I, I completely agree with you. Um, I mean, you mentioned the Seahawks guys. Um, 
you know, and then you obviously you'll have to still see if, um, you know, if Keenan Allen's still hurt. I still think Mike Williams will get the bulk of the load there. Um, uh, and then I, you know, again, Baltimore, uh, you know, Baltimore secondary is not very good. I think Amari Cooper, uh, especially if you think Lamar Jackson is going to, you know, go on ahead and break the slate. Um, I think Amari Cooper becomes an intriguing play, um, as well. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of an interesting week here. Uh, definitely at at wide receiver, um, you might have to wait for just some injury news to play out. Uh, two low price wide receivers that I like this week would be uh, Michael Gallup. Even if CD Lamb plays, I still like Michael Gallup going up against uh, this Detroit defense and um, Romeo Dobbs uh, going up against the Commanders because the Commanders defense is not very good. Uh, especially through the passing game, um, and he's picking up a little bit of steam. Uh, he had nine targets last week, five targets the week before, and eight before. So he's building a rapport with Rodgers, uh, so which I think could be in his favor as well. Is there anyone playing receiver for the New York Football Giants? Yeah, it's Saquon Barkley because the Jags gave up ten receptions <laughs> to a creative player. I think that's. I mean, just to go back to running back, Jacksonville's run defense is actually really good, but. I mean, if they're going to give up 10 receptions to a creative player, I can't imagine what Barkley could do to them. Hey, man, speaking of injuries, I mean, like, I, I like one Amari in Cooper, but what about somebody sneaky like Amari Rogers, who's going to be playing this week for Green Bay? Because I got this weird feeling, Chill, and I'm kind of with you on this one, that Aaron Rodgers might just go Aaron Rodgers on uh, Washington. Like I mean, retro Aaron Rodgers, like 304 Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he came out this week. I mean, there's a little dissension. He came out this week and basically said, hey, we need to dumb down the offense. And Matt Ford was like, I don't know what that means. Like, bro, if you don't know what that means, like, I don't know how you're coaching. But, again, uh, I, I might be with you. Again, that Green Bay might just – this might be an interesting week. Yeah, they might smack – like legit smack the commanders. I, I'm not going to lie on this one. And all their options are cheap. So if I'm not paying all the way up for a couple guys like Devontae or Jamar and to a lesser extent, CD lamb, like the sun God, um, I, I might be with some of these green Bay guys, especially for cheap. Yeah. Got to save and, some salary somewhere. And I, I figure uh, Baker might want to talk about Michael Pittman jr. Cause I think Baker likes himself some Matt Ryan this week. I was saving Matty Ice for Saturday. I know, but well, what about we're on the receiver section in Pity City, coming off his thirteen catch performance last week? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean I, Tennessee's secondary is ass. I mean he does run the city. He built this city. No, he Baker. He, he runs the city. I, I, I know what the song. I know what the song is. Fuck it. He we built this city. He runs the city. He built this city. Oh my god, I hate you people. <laughs> but I mean, yes, I mean Michael Pittman's absolutely in play. Um this Titans defense has given up yards, have has given up chunk plays, which makes me a little bit scared to play Michael Pittman, if I'm being honest, because he's gotten a lot of his stuff underneath. And you're all about some Alec Pierce then. Uh Alec Pierce or Pierce Campbell. I I think either one of them is a decent punt play this week. Bro, the awful tower. No, I'm good. <laughs> Dude, I- <laughs> 
The last time Alec Pierce played the Titans, he had six targets for 80 yards and four receptions. But I think Alec Pierce's role in this offense has changed uh, since because he like two weeks ago, he he started to get some more underneath stuff started to see a little bit more volume. Obviously, the walk off was a deep shot uh, last week, but he started to see some more, you know, catchable, you know, high volume targets in this offense. Obviously, this offense changed everything about itself. Uh, last week, which is why they actually look like an actual off, why they actually look like an offense this week instead of the sieve that they were previously. If they can keep up this, you know, this high tempo offense, letting Matt Ryan make the decisions at the line, I think that the that the uh, Colts can can be productive versus this Titan secondary, which isn't stopping anybody. I swear, right now, at thirty six years old and fat as shit. I might be able to line up at receiver and catch, you know, three catch. I might have three catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. Hey, listen, man, you probably won't make it on that receiving core, but I heard the Giants are hiring. I would rather catch passes from Matt Ryan. Um, not going to lie. What? Uh, you don't want to play for a five and one team, Baker? A five and one team? I mean, though, I might run through a brick wall for, for Debo. I get it. No, I don't want I, I don't want to catch passes from I freaking would. I do I would. not want to catch passes from uh Danny Dimes. Now, if you tell me Saquon's throwing me passes, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Give me Saquon and the Wildcat all day throwing me passes. Sign me up. But Danny Dimes throwing me balls, no, because it's it's it like they're not even dimes. They're like non-existent coins anymore. Whatever coins don't exist, that's what Danny's throwing. Uh, Dogecoin. Those still that still exist. The fuck it doesn't. It never did. <laughs> Wow, just crush all my hopes and dreams. Yep, yep, yep. That's what Sully does. That's what Sully does. He's a dream killer. He's a dream killer. Um, any other thoughts on wide receiver before we move on to tight end? Because you know I got a hard out. Uh, <laughs> see what you did there. I'm waiting to see what this ownership says, and obviously we're going to wait till Saturday show, but I might fall in love with Debo Samuel this week. Hey, man. There ain't nothing wrong with that. There's a great chance I might fall in love with Debo. There's zero, zero things wrong with that. I mean, Debo can't breaky, breaky the slate. It's just lately, I just, I don't know, man. I'm just not seeing it. Just not seeing it. You can't take away rushes from Tevin Coleman, bro. <laughs> Why is Tevin Coleman becoming a thing? Like, seriously. Why the fuck is he becoming a thing? Because we could go out there and rush for 100 yards behind the 49ers in that scheme. I mean, Tevin Coleman, like, this is the most uses Tevin Coleman's gotten since his fucking rookie year, for fuck's sake. He's still legit, bro. I mean, and again, again, if you're going to be playing uh, Lamar, um, I think the Ravens wide receivers, I mean, they're cheap. What wide receivers? Devin Duvernay. Andy Isabella. Bateman and the brand. If Bateman (laughs) returns this week, if... Hey, listen, man, they got to be skeptical about his health. They signed Deshaun Jackson, for Christ's sakes. It's like they traded for Andy Isabella and signed Deshaun Jackson. If that does not scream, oh, boy, we got a problem. Uh, He did have participation today at practice. Hey, man, they might as well just dust off Dwayne Bowe, too. Oh, yeah, by the way, you mentioned the uh, the, uh, Bengals receivers. T. Higgins was a full participant today. Hey. All three of them are still viable. Hey. Oh, you just mentioned health when it came to, you know, so I would throw that out. T. Higgins is looking like that ankle issue is behind him. 
I mean, he he played a game and then they sat him. Like, so again, that one becomes intriguing. I mean, I don't get what Zach Taylor was doing with that one, but I won't question Zach Taylor because he's an actual good coach. Hey, man, speaking of Bengals pass catchers, don't you dare. As we transition to. Don't, no. <laughs> No. As he transitioned no. to tight about end. the game. Oh. <laughs> How you play it? It's all about control. <laughs> and if you can take it. it. No. We are not playing Triple H. We are <laughs> Baker. Baker. No. Baker. No, no, no. You can't talk me into it. No, no, no. You cannot talk me into that. No. Baker. Baker. It's all about your debt. And if you can pay it, bro. You remember when you remember when Hayden Hurst returned at the garden? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember. Oh yeah. Gene Jackson oh, yeah, and all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. That was a great return. I mean, it was just like this most nineties outfit ever. Dude dude had a cut off jean jacket for fuck's sake. I'd rock it. Right. Hey, listen, man. All right. Hayden Hurst in the revenge game. Evan Ingram in the revenge game. Gerald Everett in the revenge game. I mean, there is a lot of options uh, when it comes to tight end when the revenge is in uh, the air. We're still waiting on the health status of one Darren Waller, who was uh, a non-participant in practice today with a hammy. So we can also unlock the island of Foster Moreau. And we got the two big boys on the slate to even choose from. So if you're not going to pay all the way up for Mark Andrews, which you probably should, um, he's playing the Browns. So, I mean, what could go wrong there? Uh, Travis Kelsey gets the 49ers. We know how solid he can be. He put up another 100 yards last week. It's just a matter of him getting in the end zone and paying off this exorbitant price tag. But if you're not going to pay for the two big boys, again, there are tight ends in revenge narratives, if you believe in such a thing. Our 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 guy, our guy, Kyle Pitts, found the end zone. You know, cool eighteen yards. For- did he really? Did, right. did he really score a touchdown? That, Damn, I, he did. Yeah. Kyle Pitts. I literally missed it. I literally missed it. I literally texted it to you. What do you mean? I don't read. Hey, you know he's I got do. one hand out the grave, Kyle Pitts. You know I don't read text messages. Stop it. Kyle, you responded, you asshole. No, I didn't. Lies. Yes, you did. I, I'll screenshot life. I'll put it on Twitter. I don't care. I mean, and then uh, I mean, nothing will be better than what Dale put on Twitter. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like how he created that is amazing. By all means, go to check out the DFS Deli on Twitter if you want to see reference to this because it's just me ripping Russell Wilson. So <laughs> so sad, so sad, and like an official type of manner. Like it was actually pretty fucking funny. I died. And speaking of Russell Wilson, uh, no, Greg Dolchich. No, don't you, bro? Don't, he's he's don't he's the men. Don't he's you the dare men play. on DK, he, it, and he still won't pay off. Bullshit, bro. I mean, don't you dare, he, uh... don't you dare play a single Bronco in a, any lineup. I mean, he basically, uh, what did he do last week? Last week, he scored 12 points at the men. Well, he didn't get the money. Yeah, he on, didn't get the again, money. On FanDuel, on FanDuel, he's below the men. That's, that is a 4K tight end, bro, that, is, that you just need to plug in and walk the hell away. That is so sad that they gave you under he the He is men. the number one tight end. As he should be. 
That is so sad. That they he had 41, 40, 41 offensive snaps, bro. Right. Albert O was a healthy scratch because Greg Dolchich came back. His first game back from recovering from that injury uh, that kept him out all of preseason in the first five games. They said, oh, you're active? Albert O, sit show ass over there. Rest in peace, Albert O. <laughs> oh, Albert O. It was a great ride. Let's ride. But uh, He wrote nowhere. Uh, go ahead and. Yeah, I guess not. Go ahead and slap me with one tight end that you're going to be building your core around uh, for this week. Because, like I mentioned, Greg Dolchus is the men. I, the world is my oyster at that point. I'm just using him. If I'm not paying all the way up to get to Andrews, it's Greg Dolchus. Well, I don't give a damn what's in between that. Well, it's Chill, those Chill's going to say George Kittle for the 15,000th week. <laughs> it's George Kittle week, bro. I mean, he had 16 points last week. I mean, he's gonna say George Kittle, and we can move on because Chill's obsessed with George Kittle. Like, like um, literally, well, Chill's builds George Kittle, Kyle Pitts. Move on. Damn right. I mean, it hasn't steered me wrong yet. Um, I mean, <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> it hasn't, man. I did. I, I, I still won a, a pretty penny. Yeah, he won. He, he, Chill has won all his money off slates that Kyle Pitts is not on, or when he plays the early only. Uh, like, that's oh, not true. Early only uh, or late they, only. Early only or afternoon guess early slate. Guess what? Where, where, I'm no where, where you I still play Kyle Pitts. You have to play Kyle Pitts. I'm just saying. Where you, you, can avoid, you can avoid Kyle Pitts. You've made money. When you can avoid, I still play him on the other one, Baker, because oh I ride and die with my guys. And it's the last truther on this podcast of Kyle Pitts. I don't fucking play him. You 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 sound you sound you sound like Russell Wilson trying to give a damn motivational speech to his team. I ride or die with my guys. Let's ride. I can just see him in the locker room holding his lat. Like I ride or die. That's like Sully gonna play DJ Moore, all right, bro. I can I can still play Kyle Pitts. On this DJ well, DJ Moore was is not Sully's boy. He's more focused on the fact that <laughs> he's gonna swim every week, Baker. He was but last dude, week. He was more dude. focused on the fact that like he has a certain obsession with calling my boy burnt toast when he's not, versus the actual play of DJ Moore. Boy can't get burnt this week. Yeah, he's off. I'm playing DJ Moore again, so he is my boy. So suck it. I mean, I'm probably probably playing DJ Moore this week too at that um, price. Shit, let's go. <laughs> I mean, uh, so uh, obviously we don't have to talk about Kelsey or Andrews. Uh, that's just pretty common sense at this point. Um, if Dalton Schultz did practice this week and he might be good to go, um, and <laughs> Dakota Prescott loves himself some Dalton Schultz, so could be another low option. But yeah, I'm I'm basically with Sully. <laughs> um, so it'll be either. You know, probably one of the two big boys are just go all the way down, especially on FanDuel. He's below the <laughs> men, bro. <laughs> like, come on. You got to catch a pass to pay that off. <laughs> Let's ride. <laughs> all right, uh, Baker, did you mention your tight end or can we go to defense? Because, like I said, I got a hard out. I did not mention my tight end. Um, random stat. I think it's over the course of the last three weeks. You know what tight end leads all tight ends in receiving yards over the last three weeks? Not Kyle Pitts. It is not Kyle, for the love of fuck. 
<laughs> I'm just saying it's I know it's not Kyle Pitts. It should be Kyle Pitts. I mean, to put it in perspective, everybody, like you gotta go below the men, you gotta go to like Baltic Avenue. All right. I mean, seriously, that's a Baltic <laughs> Avenue tight end we're about to play this week. And he's about to be like 40% owned. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, Daniel Daniel Bellinger has more has more uh fantasy points than Kyle Pitts on the season. That's how terrible Kyle Pitts is, but well, uh, I mean, one guy has one guy has a good coach, one guy doesn't. One guy is supposed to be this elite freaking athlete that can transcend every fucking thing. One one guy has one, Daniel Jones. And one, one guy has Marcus Mariota. Who are you gonna pick? The, the, the guy <laughs> stupid. The guy who has Marcus Mariota throwing to the ball, actually. Uh, I'll, Coaching I'll, I'll, matters, uh, bro. He would be an all-world tight end if he was under a freaking Brian Dable. Let's be honest. <sighs> but the answer to the question. Who leads uh, all tight ends and receiving yards over the last three weeks? It's actual David Njoku. Like, I'm going to, like, I don't know why I can't get off this David Njoku well. But for some reason, <laughs> I can't. I feel like fucking chill with fucking uh, George Kittle. I'm going to mention David Njoku like he mentions George Kittle, for fuck's sake. Hey, hey listen. listen, hey, my, listen. Guy, my guy outscored David Njoku last week. Suck it, Baker. Well, my guy. <laughs> I'm not even going to go down that well last time. You want to do Njoku against Kittle? Give it to me. I was going to say, you want to go Njoku <laughs> against <laughs> uh, Dolich? Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to <laughs> You want to do a triple threat? Triple threat match? Oh, yeah. It's got to be a triple threat. Let's do a it. Triple threat. But here's the thing. I don't have to get pinned to be a part of the decision. This is some bullshit. Uh, you won't because you're going to finish in third because Dolich is going to be competing with Kittle. <laughs> Baker's going to be asleep for our for our match at the 4 o'clock window. That's not true. You're absolutely right. <laughs> when David Njoku breaks the slate in the 1 o'clock window and outscores freaking Mark Andrews, you guys are going to be like, oh, shit. No, he's yeah, not. right. No, he's, this is going to no. be... This is going to be uh, the elimination chamber when, like, you came in as the champ and got eliminated offhand, and it's going to be Daniel Bryant versus uh, Santino Morella for the belt. No, 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 man. This is when Kofi Kingston got his ass beat outside the chamber by Edge. Or, or is, uh, he ain't even making it into the chamber. Or, or damn. <laughs> am, I, am I the champ as Bobby Lashley and have a fucking random uh, mystery injury? I can't compete and drop my title? Well, I mean, Brock Lesnar has defeated every black champion, so that's par for the course. I mean, he's not going to beat him at Crown Jewel, but that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> Greg Dulich is uh, Brock Lesnar in this scenario. He is not the Beast well, Incarnate. You stop your fucking shit right now. He is. He is. He is, I mean, bro. Honestly, I, honestly, I, well, I, I do. We do. Do we got to give a shout out to Dale for the Mike Gesicki take on Saturday? That was the worst take that that actually worked. <laughs> Highest scoring tight end the, uh, on the, the slate. Fuck. That was the worst all, take wait, 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 that wait, wait, actually wait. worked. Wait, wait, wait. So, so Dale actually did very well for himself. He's the one that called Burrow Chase. He called Gesicki, and he called Devontae Parker. Burrow I mean, Chase like, he did good one. Uh, Devontae Parker, sure. <laughs> I'm not giving it for Mike Asiki. Hell Who's no. Who's the highest scoring tight end on the slate, no, Baker? No. Like you, you, I mean, I'll shout out my boy, Dale. You, as much grief as I give that man, I'll shout him out. Good. That's a good call, Dale. No, Mike Asiki, hell no. <laughs> he he did fail on the Olamides Zacchaeus thing, though. He had like eight points. He was he was on his way. He had like the one catch for like thirty yards on the first drive. And we're I like, mean, oh shit, this is actually I mean, gonna happen. I mean, he paid off his value. He's, <laughs> you know, he's on Baltic Avenue. You know, that's where he came from. <laughs> Greg Dolich, bro. Yeah. Book it. Book it. Okay, guys. Seriously. <laughs> I got. I got, I got. 
this hard out is not working for me right now. No, it is not. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> defense, uh, Jets. Cowboys. <laughs> Jets or Broncos. Are we done? Or Broncos, really? Are we done? Yeah, I, I think the Broncos. Uh, I, I like the Broncos in this spot at, at home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, I mean, like, are we all just being silly? Because who's playing quarterback for Carolina this week? It, that's a really good question. I don't even know if they named a starter. Is it Easton or is it Walker? It's Walker. Didn't uh, didn't um, Darnold come off IR today? He did, but uh, according to according to the interim head coach, I do believe PJ Walker was still named the starter. Rats. And I mean, and honestly, I mean, this team is basically my version of the New York Jets. I'll just play the Falcons. They always get into the box. Yeah, it was or yes, yeah, Steve or Steve Wilkes announced that PJ Walker will start Week Seven versus the Brooks. Damn it! Damn it! I need Sam Darnold back. DJ Moore needs Sam Darnold. I was about back. to say that would make your DJ Moore play that much better. He would be the chunk. <laughs> <laughs> he would be the fucking chunk at that point. Uh, but for real, what if? What if? Um, like Dakota comes out and throws like two picks to start the game and he gets booed out of his mind. Would oh, you just he, want to play the Lions defense? No. Hell, dude, on, he, hell no. Dude, if he throws two incomplete passes, he's getting booed out of his mind. Stranger things have happened, bro. And you know this. When it comes to stranger things, I'll stick to the TV show. No. Honest, honestly, if he like, could you imagine if he gets hurt on like the first play of the game, the crowd would fucking... Probably cheer for Cooper Rush to come back in. I could see that. I could definitely see that. I could totally see it. Hey, man, weren't you talking about your boy Jimmy Garoppolo literally gives teams like the ball at least once a game? It's damn right. He does play the Chiefs. Play the Chiefs. There it is. That's the do, take. Do it. As much as I will defend Jimmy Garoppolo, he does throw you the ball. Like, you, you can be by yourself. And he's like, here. Or um, what's his face? Um, they're running back fumbling, and uh, they scoop and score it to the end zone. Facts. That's why San Francisco needs more Jermichael Hasty, bro. I mean, we don't <laughs> at this point in time. We don't know which San Francisco running back is going to touch the ball. Neither Big facts. Do, neither do they. <laughs> you ain't wrong. That's the fucked up True. part. Like not wrong, not even a little bit. True. All right. Uh, tonight has been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Don't uh, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe on the way out. Make sure you jump on our Twitter feed and see the hilarious post from the DFS Deli Twitter feed uh, with a opinion that one Christian Baker has about Russell Wilson cooking because uh, I'm still hungry myself, bro. So uh, Ooh, the Cavs are in a one point game against Toronto. Three seconds left. Well, please. I don't care about the NBA. Well, no, well please kidding. don't eat anything that Russ is cooking because Lord Jesus. Yeah, I would. I would like to not have um, a, a UTI like that. Or, that that's uh, going to give you IBS in a, in a heartbeat. Diarrhea or <laughs> anything related. So thank you all for joining us tonight. Chill. You know what to do. Get those my buckets, buckets. bro. Get them out, turn off that grill, turn that open sign to close, and we're going to go ahead and close up that shop, bro. And, of course, we'll see you all at 
the top. Thanks for listening. Peace.